0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, April 14th. As the country awaits a major Supreme Court decision about abortion rights in the United States, various state governments are already making their moves to plan for a possible post-Roe v.ersus Wade world. In state after state with Republican governors or sizable majorities in a Republican legislature, we are seeing these states make a move to start restricting the parameters around abortion access. This is all happening as we are awaiting a major decision by the United States Supreme Court likely to come around the end of June at the end of this term dealing with that Mississippi abortion ban that was put in place, banning abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. This is that case that has been looked at as the strongest challenge to the 1973 landmark ruling Roe v. Wade, which has been the law of the land In the United States for 50 years now. But it has also been the cause of Republicans and the cultural right in this country to overturn that law. And this is all coming to a head in our politics. Mark my words, the politics of abortion rights is going to be one of the dominant political battles in this country through the summer months and into the fall this election year. And today, there was a big move By Ron DeSantis, the Republican governor of Florida, who clearly is courting the social conservative right in anticipation of a potential 2024 presidential run, and to shore up that support for his own re-election battle this year as governor of Florida, today in the sunshine state, he signed a law that bans abortions in that state after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Here was Governor DeSantis just before he signed the bill into law courtesy of WFTV. We are here today to defend those who can't defend themselves. This will represent uh, the most significant protections for life that have been enacted in this state in a generation. This Florida law is very similar to that Mississippi law. This law does allow exemptions in cases where a pregnancy is, quote, serious risk to the mother or A fatal fetal abnormality is detected, but only if two doctors confirm the diagnosis. The law does not allow for exemptions in the cases of rape, incest, or human trafficking. The state previously allowed abortions through the second trimester. In fact, it was one of the most permissive laws in this area in the southeast region of the country. Abortion rights advocates say anyone seeking the procedure often came from neighboring states to Florida. The law DeSantis signed today is slated to go into effect July 1st. And this is just the latest state to head down this road. In Kentucky, the Republican-led legislature overrode its Democratic governor's veto of a bill that bans most abortions after 15 weeks. The restrictions will make it so that Kentucky's two clinics have to stop providing abortions. Governor Andy Bashir had vetoed the bill last week, and in Oklahoma, the state's Republican governor there signed a similar bill into law on Tuesday that makes performing an abortion illegal in the state, with an exception only in the case of a medical emergency. It makes performing an abortion in Oklahoma, or even attempting to perform one, a felony, punishable by a maximum fine of $100,000 or up to 10 years in prison. Now, the pregnant woman getting the abortion would not be criminally charged. After the bill cleared the state's legislature last week, Oklahoma lawmaker Emily Virgin, a Democrat who was opposed to this law, spoke to KOKH about the measure. We have very few abortion providers right now, and this would literally criminalize them for doing their jobs, for uh, providing a procedure that is constitutionally protected. As for the White House's reaction to all of this, well, Press Secretary Jen Saki earlier this week condemned the Oklahoma law. She said the Biden administration will continue to stand with women in Oklahoma and across the country in the fight to defend their freedom, to make their own choices about their futures. Saki also called on Congress to pass the Women's Health Protection Act, which would codify Roe versus Wade into law. But that legislation failed to pass the Senate in February. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin joined with Republicans To block its passage. So you may be wondering well, how can these laws be coming into existence if Roe versus Wade is in place and is the law of the land? Well, what's happening here is that a lot of states are preparing for a potential post Roe versus Wade world. These laws, in some cases, are meant to be triggered should the Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, remember, that 1973 landmark decision prohibited states from banning abortions before fetal viability. That's the point at which a fetus can survive outside the womb, now estimated at about 22 to 24 weeks of pregnancy. So this Mississippi case, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, this is the challenge to the Mississippi law that bans almost all abortions after the 15th week of pregnancy. In Mississippi, the law makes an exception in cases of medical emergencies or fetal abnormalities. If the court decides to uphold this Mississippi law, it will be at nearly complete odds with Roe v. Wade. When the oral arguments occurred for the case back in December, we got some tea leaf reading that suggested the conservative majority on the court seemed poised to uphold the Mississippi law and start really dismantling Roe v. Wade. Some observers wonder if the court will find a way to decide on the Mississippi law, but somehow not have it overturn Roe v. Wade. But if the court does upend its precedent, this will be an immense victory for the social conservative right in this country, where this has been the life force for 50 years of anti abortion rights activism. Politically, what will be so interesting to watch is to see. If indeed Republicans basically become the dog that caught the car in this longtime political battle, and if that means that this issue, which has proven to be such a motivating issue for voters on the right, if it'll flip, and if indeed Roe versus Wade is no longer the law of the land, if indeed we end up in a patchwork of state by state abortion laws in this country. Is that going to all of a sudden turbocharge and motivate the left in this country in a way that we haven't seen liberal Democrats be able to galvanize voters around this issue? Will all of a sudden this become a life force issue that helps energize Democrats precisely at a time where they seem pretty apathetic in the polls related to this year's midterm elections? That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.